0: Hey y'all! What up? What up? It's the O to the G with your boy Nabio. This
1: is AKA. And it's your boy Steph Capella. It's the phenomenal woman. Yo, big up Ruby on the Kingship 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 Kingship, Kingship podcast with Ruby V.
0: What's happening?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for checking out yet another episode of the Kingship Podcast, the clocking series. We're going something a little different. Today, we're going to be putting you on game. I have a social media guru who has had the pleasure of working with some major brands, brands such as Coke Studio Africa. We're talking Loop. We're talking Visa. We're talking KFC and more. That's That's just a little taste. So today, we're going to teach you how maybe you can make some money off social media and how you can package yourself for greatness using your social media account. What's up, Lensa? What it do, baby? How you feeling? <laughs> I'm good. Actually, you forgot something. What? I'm also a podcaster. Oh, oh, you know? emotional gangster up guess, in a place. <laughs> First of all, but tell me what that emotional gangster is.
0: So, um, Emotional Gangster is a podcast for people who would rather catch flights and not feelings. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> not in Corona times. <laughs>
0: no. You know, those people who, um, they really avoid a lot of situations. Like, you could be on the timeline and see someone say mm. they would rather watch grass grow than, you know, be do vulnerable so, yeah. with someone. Yeah. Fall in love mm. or just do stuff. Mm-hmm. And I hate saying that because... You're limiting your life experience mm-hmm. to what you think is safe for you, mm. but really, we are put on it, we are put on this earth to experience everything that there is to experience, Thanks. and by running away from the rather unpleasant experiences you're
1: living a not so full life with happiness comes sadness with with you know joy comes pain the yin and yang of life you 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 can't just be on the happiness side 24 7 without having experienced exactly what that other side looks like yes um i was listening to your podcast and you said you decided to quit work and be a freelancer Yes, I did. Yeah. How, how how long ago was that and how has that experience been?
0: That was two years ago. Mm-hmm. And it it's not that I sat down and decided, okay, I'm quitting mm-hmm. and I'm going to be a freelancer. Mm-hmm. Well, it was kind of like that, but not really like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it happened that I was really tired of the space that I was in. I was mm-hmm. working at an advertising agency mm-hmm. and agency is incredible Mm. it's fun i think i even miss the madness of working with a team working for a brand that you love Mm -hmm. coming up with dope ideas Mm. to sell yeah i miss all that Mm. but it's such a it can be a very toxic environment Mm -hmm. if you're not in the right state of mind Mm -hmm. and now looking back is when i can I can remember um, where I maybe failed myself mm-hmm. and where I felt inadequate when it was just really this that I needed to work on. Mm. So yeah, I'd, I'd come to that um, point where I don't feel fulfillment mm. out of the work that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I hid it there. <laughs> mm. And yeah, so I think my, my employer at the time actually gave me that choice, like what do you want mm-hmm. and for real they they looked at me and they knew that I really don't want to be there damn
1: <laughs> just like i'm out
0: yeah so i resigned mm-hmm. and luckily for me i i had uh, gigs outside of employment mm-hmm. i was doing social media influencing mm-hmm. so at the time it's not it like i had savings mm-hmm. Because it's very, very much advisable for you to quit a gig Mm. to freelance when you have a good amount of savings Mm. to keep you afloat. Mm -hmm. But since we need gangster, you know, (laughs) gang gang. I said, um, let's see how this goes. Mm -hmm. And it's been two years now. Mm -hmm. I've been able to survive one way or the other.
1: God damn!
0: And I still don't feel like going back to... Agency, yeah, I would take employment right now, mm. but I would want it to be in my own terms. I first of all don't want to go back to agency because agency for me was like someone owning you, mm. you don't have time apart from what they need you to do. There's a lot of late nights,
1: were you always on call? Kind of
0: damn, and it was terrible at the time. Uh, the one of the clients <clears throat> I was handling because mm. I was an account manager, an account manager is in charge of a brand Mm -hmm. at an agency Mm -hmm. now you're the contact person to the client and like you're the bridge between the agency and the client Mm -hmm. you get communication from the client that you're supposed to pass on to the team supposed to bring the team together come up with my communication strategies Mm -hmm. that's what i was doing Mm -hmm. and when you're in charge of a team Mm -hmm. they don't call the designer the Mm -hmm. client does not call the designer or the social media uh, manager, mm. they call the account manager, mm-hmm. so you're definitely on call uh, on both ends, from the client mm. and the agency mm-hmm. you're the one that's supposed to be in charge of the brands that you're handling so yes I was on call mm-hmm. and it was a bit difficult to it's tricky when you don't plan yourself properly, because mm-hmm. you end up working late night and even when you do plan <laughs>
1: still still because they've
0: they've even set up for you uh dinner and transport so that you just continue working and you're expected to be there still the next morning fresh you know ready to go. Delivered. yes
1: wow so as an account manager how many people are you responsible for or how many people are answering to you
0: as an account manager you have your content creator or mm-hmm. copywriter mm-hmm. you have your designer mm-hmm. and you have your social media manager mm-hmm. the past pers- the community manager the okay. person that now uh, deals with getting back to people on the page mm-hmm. uploading on the pages
1: Yes. Okay, So, and the content creator is the person who creates, like, the strategies for social media or what? No, the uh-huh. account
0: manager creates the strategy. Mm-hmm. And the content creator, they're sometimes called content creators in some agencies, mm-hmm. and they're called copywriters in other agencies. Mm-hmm. So what happens, you all have a meeting mm-hmm. um, in times when you're able to all come together. Mm-hmm. When it's a busy season and people don't have time to come for a meeting, you as the account manager will have to brainstorm... On your own and come up with a strategy, and then brief the team mm-hmm. and tell now the copywriter like, "Hey, this is what um, we want to communicate for this product." Tell the designer, "This is what we want to communicate," mm-hmm. and then now they come up with a copy. Mm-hmm. The designer comes up with the graphics. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and then you roll out. Yes. What are what are the highs and lows of of um, working at an agency? I'm I'm assuming like you get to be in contact and explore a lot of brands that we as we see the the end product, but you guys are the ones who orchestrate like everything that happens to get us to the final product. So what are some of the highs and lows that you experienced at work?
0: That's definitely one of the highs. Yeah. <laughs> it's really so much fun when you're at the center of it all working for this brands, especially now in communications. Mm-hmm. Like you're the one coming up with those this dope idea that other people will see on the billboards. Like I used to, used to pass highways and I'm saying, ah, there's my you approved oh. billboard. Woo!
1: <laughs> Must feel good. Yeah. That's like literally counting a win. I yes. swear. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you feel so good. Mm. Um, that's one of the highs, and. There's also the part where you get to go for all these random events,
1: party after party. You know?
0: <laughs> Some people get to work with brands that will require you to travel. Mm. That's that's a plus mm-hmm. on on their end. Yeah. And uh, what other plus? I think you get to build your network mm. heavy mm. because you walk into boardrooms quite often. Mm-hmm you as an account manager you're speaking to the brand's brand manager or Mm -hmm. even you're you're speaking to decision makers Mm -hmm. you have to sell the idea to a decision maker the person that will sell that will say okay fine we can spend this much Mm -hmm. i'm I'm approving the fund Mm -hmm. so you build you you get to build your network that's dope heavy that's dope yeah so the Mm downside for me i would say is how much it's 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 like modern slavery <laughs> when you're like yeah. you're really it, it, it wants like a hundred and ten percent of you, wow, and it becomes kidogo hard to do any side hustles that you have, mm-hmm. and also if you don't make an entry with good pay. uh
1: you're gonna stick there. You're gonna stay what? there for a minute, <laughs> and Great. you're the one writing proposals really here for one million, yes. and you are seeing they're getting approved. Yes, and shit? honey. What?
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think the the two agencies I worked in, mm. I only got a I I got raises like once in both mm. agencies, mm-hmm. and they were raised. It was a raise for ten k. Like just uh, let me just add you ten k, so you get to shut the fuck up. Yes. And move on. Yo. Yeah, so if your entry salary does not make sense, just know that you're going to you're struggle for, for a minute. minute. Yeah, you're going to really work for those coins. And yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> crazy. Yes. And another thing before mm. I forget, mm. it's, it's kind of detrimental to your mental health. Mm. M- the marketing industry is kiddo cutthroat mm. people don't really care most of the time mm-hmm. they're trying to make sales they're trying to bring in money so you and your traditional feelings go over there if you've not like <sighs> do the work yes right. <laughs> people don't really care there's a lot of throwing each other under the bus Damn. Yes. This is
1: like an actual movie-type situation. Kinda.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so you need to be very cemented in who you are. Mm -hmm. You need to know your why. Mm. Because there'll be tough times, and you you should be able to get yourself through it. In fact, both of the agencies... No, no, not both of them. The last agency I worked for Mm. um, had a therapist. An in-house therapist.
1: It's that bad. It's that bad. Yo, but at least, I mean... At least they're taking care of people's mental health. At least there's someone inside. Wait, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen,
0: she like, just oh, she gave me this look. I, don't I was about like,
1: because no. <laughs> <laughs> guess
0: what? Mm. Um, concept the issue with mental health comes in when some agencies prioritize clients. Mm-hmm. So you as their employee, you're supposed to be. They're supposed to protect you, but they don't. Mm. So they will show you under the bus. They will like they will leave you out to dry. They leave you to go through whatever hell that particular client has to offer. Mm-hmm. And then you you can just lick your wounds and come back and Yeah, do the as thing. you go along. God. And then having that therapist, yes, um, available to you mm. doesn't really mean that They're you're getting available. value. Mm. I think I went for one session and we went for like a 15-minute walk. Mm. And she kind of felt like... An HR, you know, an HR, an mm. HR works for the company, mm. not really its people, unless yeah. it's a really, really good HR. Yeah, that's how it felt like. Yo, yes.
1: So, how do you take care of yourself and your mental space while within that space? How did you do it? Oh, uh, wait, wait, I mean, wait! <laughs> another one. Did you? do it right like <laughs> <laughs> um, i don't think
0: i did it mm. did it intentionally mm-hmm. and c- consciously mm. but I-, I found ways i i mean i survived all those years mm-hmm. in agency mm. but then now is when i know what exactly i was going through mm-hmm. um the positions i was, i found myself in mm-hmm. and how because i ended up feeling victimized mm. I ended up feeling a victim of my own circumstances. Mm -hmm. And that's why I felt so detached from the jobo. Mm. I just wanted out. Mm. But um, I would say that for anyone who wants to join agency just to have your why clear mm. to you mm. know why you're doing that because tough times will be coming mm-hmm. and you you're sup- you're supposed to be able to support yourself through it mm-hmm. so knowing your why and being confident in who you are mm-hmm. that's another thing because people are bulldozers mm. over there mm. there's a lot of throwing under the bus you're supposed to have a backbone to stand up for yourself damn yeah damn yes
1: <laughs> with, with like with, with, with all that crazy shit happening um, that's already like the, the challenges that, that come that come with the job and then you're a woman in that position doesn't that like just add extra 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 pressures? like god damn it when you're hormonal and they're just like you and your feelings oh my gosh they're, they're
0: being a woman just the hardest thing, I guess. just in this, I feel like on
1: this earth. <laughs> I, yeah, I I literally feel like no matter no matter where you work. You could literally be a farmer and a woman and the challenges you'd face, I'd experience in my radio job, I'd just be like, holy shit, you went through that. Me yes. too. Like it's like a universal experience with women. You just experience it on a like a larger or lower scale, depending on where you're at, man. I can I can't even begin to imagine.
0: That is true. There are times when you you know you can walk into a boardroom mm. and it's filled with men. Mm. <laughs> And sometimes they don't really take you as seriously if you're not highly ranked, like if you're not a manager or yeah. whatever. They listen to you, yes, but they're not really paying attention. They're not paying any mind. So you're damn. like kind of like an accessory over there, damn. <laughs> or can we talk to your boss type of thing? Oh my goodness! No,
1: damn, that sucks. <laughs> I mean, like we we just need to change the whole human experience. I just feel like. Honestly, I usually sit down and think women are so soft. Like, w- what did they ever do to hurt people or make people feel like threatened in a way or despise them? Patriarchy, honestly. Be patriarchy. Speak on it, sis. <laughs> Speak <laughs> on it, sis. I think that's the core issue. It is. It is. In every organization like literally in the world in the online space
0: mm. i see people refraining from speaking out because mm. they're gonna be called the ugly uh feminist or bitter feminist or wow, something yeah men are so quick to attack you if you threaten their you know existence
1: can you do know, good too mm. yes yeah, so does that does that then compromise even um like you as a woman not you necessarily you as a woman getting into agency um makes you kind of feel like i can't have an opinion i'm here to secure the bag and my opinions are mine or do you just get out and be like god damn it i got something to say these
0: are the tricky situations we find ourselves in because in this capitalistic world yeah you're faced with a choice of do i want to keep my job Mm-hmm. or do I want to be radical and speak my mind yeah. and you know be myself stand for something mm. there's always a choice to be made yeah and I can't really ask you to <laughs> you you know um, fumble the bag
1: yo because
0: it's crazy time Who, who's
1: who's gonna take care of you right if you why it's it's stuff out here yeah
0: but then just if you're in that position where you can say something in maybe a smart way yeah. or just in say a something. way that you won't fuck up your bag. Yes. Yeah. Do it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Got you. So how long did it take you to actually decide, you know what, fuck it, I've left. Cause I was listening to Adele's um podcast and she was like, It took her like three years or four years to make that leap. She'd been thinking about it, it had been incubating, and it took her a long ass time to actually decide. From the first time when she said, I wanna leave this job. To being like, okay, this is my last day here. Was like, I think three, four years. How was it? Was it also like, um, you know, tug of war with you within yourself? Did it take you a while, or did you just wake up and just be like, you know what, I haven't been fulfilled. You know the the, the reasons you mentioned, and you were like, I here's my resignation. Yeah.
0: Um, it's something that I well, I I wasn't con- contemplating. Uh, Designing for my job, mm-hmm. I just knew that I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. I wasn't fulfilled mm-hmm. in everything that I'm doing mm-hmm. within that job. And so I, I think it was a series of events where I got this very problematic client, and I was constantly at loggerheads with the management. Mm-hmm. And what was stopping me from just handing in the resignation or working out was that fear of mm. how, how am I supposed to survive? Mm. Yeah. So when December, when was it? December 2018 happened and we went for a uh, team building in Diani. Mm-hmm. I was so zen, I was so relaxed and I figured, you know what? I don't want to waste any more time mm. in this organization There are things that could be done out there. Mm -hmm. And even though I'm scared of how I'm going to survive Mm. financially, I want to take that bet compared to in this job. Mm. Like I knew than the other. Mm. So yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm out. Thank you. I was like, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) Thanks. But it wasn't that easy. It was Mm. like, I, I, I got to a point where I. It's almost like I wanted them to fire me mm. so that I don't feel yeah, guilty of making of that leaving, yeah. that mistake. Um yeah.
1: But it worked out. Yeah.
0: I, I like it. I like it out here.
1: So, so <laughs> yes, now let's talk about freelancing as we get even into the meat of the conversation. Um so you're a freelance social media strategist, influencer? What, what's the title? I swear there's so many titles yeah. with social media. We don't we don't even
0: know. Oh man. I don't know how to put it. Because I do a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. What pays my bill mostly is influencer gigs. Mm -hmm. And on the side, I do influencer management. Mm -hmm. Like if it's a brand that wants to work with influencers, but they're not attached to an agency Mm -hmm. and they don't know how to go about it. They Mm -hmm. don't know their influencers. They don't have networks and stuff. I can bring together influencers and make that happen for you mm-hmm. So I do influencer management as well mm-hmm. And yes I can do
1: Strategy and as well people actually not people You I mean yes people But also you Get paid off social media shit Girl Yo, This money uh, I even forget
0: when, uh, when I was in the agency mm. I started Seeing people's rate cards mm-hmm. this Influencer's rate cards So mm-hmm. I'm like my gosh what how sweet! How? How are you been getting this money? Yeah, yeah. So that that was a, another. Um, that's that's one of the things that motivated me to to, to take, exit to take content creation seriously. Okay, because I first started earning money out of Twitter. Mm. I'm I'm a Twitter based influencer. Mm-hmm. Only that now I have an Instagram, and over time brands wanted both Twitter and. Instagram Instagram. Mm. yeah so I started growing my Instagram with video content Mm -hmm. yeah so that I can when it's time Mm.
1: to pitch (laughs) you can pitch both yes yo so tell me because you know (laughs) today's the day tomorrow if you start seeing me making money off social media trust and believe it's because of this episode (laughs) I'm here to ask all the questions all of them (laughs) so like okay I want to get into social media influencing and I got Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and maybe my my Twitter is strong and my Instagram isn't and my Facebook isn't or like you know any two of those platforms are strong, or one is stronger and the others are dead. Does that affect um, how you approach the corporate? Do you need to be big universally like across platforms or can you capitalize on one platform and run with it? You don't need to be big
0: mm. on across platforms. That's a plus, mm. but you don't have to be big across up, across platforms. Mm. You can run with a platform where you're most comfortable, where you're m- most thriving. Mm-hmm. And brands also work with, you know, such type of influencers. Because mm-hmm. there's categories, there's micro-influencers, there's macro-influencers, there's big influencers. Mm-hmm. So you can thrive if you want to
1: what's what's the cap on on micro like how many followers would you need to have to be in that bracket
0: i think from a thousand
1: (laughs) from a thousand followers yo yeah man (laughs) hey there's money out here and i've been sleeping on god damn it yeah because let me tell you
0: what what brands have realized Mm. is that People believe their friends. Mm-hmm. People believe the people they speak to on a daily. Mm-hmm. And there are brands that don't really want, um, like, a magnified um, amplification of their communication. Mm-hmm. They are low key. Mm-hmm. They just wanna chazachini. Mm-hmm. They want like this kidogo micro, super micro influencers to slowly speak about their, create awareness of their brand, mm-hmm. and they get value out of that Damn. because they only need just the. Actual people that would buy. There's no point of speaking to a whole stadium filled with people when your target audience is like uh, 15 people. Got you. Yeah, so if you have that micro-influencer with like 1,500 followers and they speak to the people you want to reach, they're getting that money.
1: God damn it. Are you hearing this um, difference between an influencer and a brand ambassador? Do they do the same job?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: I think so, mm.
0: but, but only that a brand ambassador is now official, official, like mm. you're influencing for one brand, you're representing, it. although, okay, there's a bit, there's a bit of a difference because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. influencing, you can create, um, you can create content around the brand you Mm -hmm. can speak about the brand Mm -hmm. uh, to create awareness of it you can communicate features of the brand Mm -hmm. and you don't necessarily have to be tied with the brand to the brand yeah yeah. you don't have to be tied to the brand you don't live the brand yes
1: as a brand ambassador you live the brand oh yes
0: even when we're we're looking for influencers and brand ambassadors Mm -hmm. you have to you have to check someone's history. If they have drama going on, if they have something negative that could be linked to the brand, mm. and the brand suffers. That's yeah, definitely. A yeah, so brand ambassadors are more. It's a more of a serious contract mm. because you're not supposed to do a number of things. See me as an influencer. I can work with Coke today. Mm-hmm. And I can decide to work with Pepsi, even mm. though it's even though they're rivals. Yes, yeah. But even though it's also career suicide, because <laughs> you need to st- You need you to need stand to for reject. something. Yeah, okay, I get you're, you. The people you're speaking to watch you every day. So today, if I sell. Coke. I'm selling Pepsi mm. tomorrow. Mm. Hey, what it's like, the, where are you? Feet.
1: Mm. <laughs> Whatever. Mm.
0: Yeah, they'd be like, oh, Nah, this one is just
1: uh, all over the place. They're not sincere.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. So how do I get? How do I get into the influencer game? You've already said marketing is cutthroat, and I'm pretty sure when when you're, you're given like a a, a proposal. And you're told, we need influencers for, for this thing. Most likely top of mind it's people that you actually know. People that you've worked with before. You know, people you've seen. You're like, I like this person's character on social. I'm pretty sure they would be great for this brand. So this is somebody else who's listening to this. Who's like, I have 1,200 followers. How do I make money with my 1,200 followers?
0: I'd advise them to create content. Like, be consistent in your content creation. Mm. Like you've just said, that's exactly how it happens. Mm. Like, when you're thinking of influencers, you're thinking of people that are top of mind. Mm. So, if you're not top of mind, if you're not consistently creating or, like, breaking barriers, doing Mm. doing something outside of the box Mm -hmm. you know something that can get you noticed Mm. that's all you need to do like be top of mind for people in in people's minds even Mm. though you're not at a big deal Mm. but you always say something or produce something that catches people's attention Mm -hmm. because you never know who's watching yeah? yeah you could be just doing your thing consistently and then someone that's looking for influencers says you know what I've been seeing this chick do this and that Mm. and they would be perfect for this campaign. Mm.
1: So you have to be visible on social already. Like you can't have one post a year if you're (laughs) expecting to get into the influencing. You have to be
0: visible and you have to have an engagement. Okay. Brands love it when uh, the influencer they're working with um, has an audience that engages them Mm -hmm. because they want feedback, they want... They want some sort of communication, yeah. yeah, going on. So engagement is also important. You could just be that you could have your fifteen thousand followers, mm. but they love you to the core. Like yeah. thirty-five of them are always palay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> interacting with you. Mm. Uh, so that's that's pretty much the basics. Mm. Yeah.
1: Okay, between numbers, because we know it's a numbers world. Numbers really matter. Between numbers and engagement, which one ranks higher?
0: engagement is numbers okay yeah so numbers uh, numbers which is made up of engagement Mm -hmm. is everything Mm. it is everything in fact the most recent contracts I've signed um, had specific number of impressions engagement and video views Mm. that they're expecting Mm -hmm. for me to get paid
1: Mm. oh I guess I meant numbers like social media following like How many people you have following you versus people actually fucking with your content? Like you put up a video, the people are responding to that shit. Right. Compared to my 1.1 million Uh followers that I already have. Yes. Yes.
0: Because that usually means Mm. that you've bought followers. No lie. Bots. Bots are just there. Like they'll you'll have so many followers, Mm. but no one is really talking to you Mm. because they are not real accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Brands prefer a lot more of an organic um, reach Mm. so if you're one of those people that are into buying followers
1: that's not really
0: yeah plus this space is so dynamic Mm. that i'm sure guys in agency right now have resources that can enable them to tell accounts that have bots in fact there are sites where you can you can key in your handle Mm. and then they tell you the percentage of bots within oh, your serious? followership. Yeah. Oh. So if it's if you have bots, if your followers are like eighty percent bots, mm. bruh.
1: <laughs> it's a it's a problem. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> this one is definitely not getting this bag. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about social media promotion? Um I was having a conversation with somebody about boosting posts on social and the, the argument was you'd rather grow your content with organic reach, like people gravitate into your shit um, versus relying on paying for that stuff to get in front of more eyes. Like, do you think social media promotion is detrimental or is it a plus? In my opinion, mm.
0: it's definitely a plus having an organic base, yeah, an organic audience. Mm-hmm. But then I've also had this conversation before where... Mm. I even had it with my fellow influencers and mm-hmm. in their opinion, mm-hmm. they thought uh, that's a shortcut. Okay, like, promotion. Yes, mm-hmm. like buying ads as an influencer is a shortcut. But I would say, yes, it's a shortcut in some instances because you'd find someone like taking a sexy picture mm-hmm. and that's what they're promoting. Mm-hmm. There's so many thirsty niggas out here. Death. So you're, you're going to get follows, yeah. you're going to get uh, likes. Mm-hmm. But... They're not really interested in what you are about. You're, they're interested in what you're showcasing at, okay. in that moment. Okay. So it, what if what you're promoting is in line with your core um, principles of your brand, mm-hmm. then it kind of is like if I, if, if I promote something about emotional gangster mm-hmm. and we're talking mental health mm-hmm. and the picture that's on there is not really a T my titties mm. or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, mental health now what thing. is this? Yes. I signed up for titties, man. Yes. Uh-huh. So at that point, I'm not really finessing because mm. someone will read what um, I'm trying to sell them and if they're on board, they'll like, they'll follow and that's a fair play. Mm. That's fair play because I've, I'm, I'm able to reach this audience through my finances, mm. but they're still a legit um, audience because mm. they're here for what I'm serving. But what most people do is they just bring in people through other antics mm. and then when it's time for you to now sell those people are not en- they're not engaging you because yeah. that's not why they followed you um, yeah. so
1: what's what's the easiest way to grow your numbers on social is it just creating content and just being consistent at it or how would you advise somebody if you want your followers to grow from 10 to 30 or whatever
0: um, there's so many ways to mm. go about it these days uh top of the list is definitely content creation Mm. and consistency if you're constantly creating that means you're constantly growing Mm -hmm. and your content is getting better and better Mm -hmm. case in point flaco flaco just blew the fuck yo no one saw it coming i used to hear about him from my bro in uni yo yeah and i'd be like um i don't know yeah yeah and then now
1: <laughs> it would be like two years ago someone was like have you watched this kid called Flacco? like yeah. he was crazy about Flacco. yeah and then i was just like "See, our oh, comedians like what's the problem mm. but right now he's in his fucking bag yes Fuck!
0: so consistency mm. that brings about growth mm-hmm. and that also means that people won't always ignore you for mm. life i mean if you're consistently producing dope shit yeah it's very hard for people to ignore and one one time or the other, you will, you'll come into someone's radar, that and will they'll mess with you. Yes. Okay. So that's one of the ways. These days, you can collaborate with people mm-hmm. uh, with more followers mm-hmm. or a different audience, mm-hmm. like we are seeing with our YouTube content creators. Mm-hmm. So you can collaborate with someone, uh, so that their followers can be your followers as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So wait, <laughs> ha-
1: when you say when you say collaborate with someone, is it like cross promotion? Like you t- the you appear on their timeline, they appear on your timeline or creating content together?
0: Creating content together. Okay. Well,
1: there's uh, well, I ca- I can I also see that mm.
0: where you appear on someone else's timeline and that is that mostly happens amongst friends. Mm from what I see like buddies like Kina Patricia and Kina Joy Candy will post each other they'll celebrate one another when someone someone else uploads a vlog Mm. they will talk about it Mm -hmm. and that's a very very strong support system because it it drives traffic to your content from I mean, from an audience that's not primarily yours. yours. Yes.
1: So also find your tribe, like find yes. your circle of people doing the same shit, and find a way to amplify that together.
0: It's so difficult to do this on your own. Mm. You definitely need. I think I've struggled with that because Twitter. It's not really like, well, it's Twitter not, also has clique. Yeah, <laughs> but I've not really fit into any clique mm. because. I wanna, I want to work, and yeah. I also want to establish genuine connections, yeah. right? Yeah. So, it's been a bit difficult for me to find a crew of people, even though now we we get to do that mm. when we find ourselves in our WhatsApp group for one Brand campaign. A, yeah. Yes. Um. Now we'll decide. Uh. When you upload the content, send the link to the group, mm. and then everyone else will amplify. You. Okay. Yes.
1: Cool. Yeah. Alright, so artists, how do, because I don't think I have seen, like, I, I, let me speak for this younger generation of artists. I'm pretty sure the the bigger guys obviously have done stuff for Safaricom, like, all ads, all brands. Um, so, for these younger artists, I, um, guys who are coming up, you know, how can they make, for example, like, let me say, a sad situation with Zero Sufuri. He's literally everywhere. His song was blasting everywhere, right? And then when he had an accident, he needed a fundraiser for 140000 And that shit don't make no sense because it's like your song is number one. It's being played on every station yeah. in the country. Your videos are on Twitter. Your your whatever on YouTube is like a meal or something. But you need 140000 Like, How do artists now... Get to capitalize on their popular on, on their popularity while they have it, to make it transcend from the music to now. Look at my social media; mm. you can actually come and sell some shit on here.
0: I'd say they need to look at their music as a business, mm-hmm. uh, understand it's passion. Mm. Uh, but at some point, you will, will you will want to pay bills through Facts, it. Yeah. yeah, if you're putting in your oil, mm-hmm. you definitely want something in return. Mm-hmm. So if you if you look at it as a business, then you'll start finding ways to capitalize on it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't end with just getting into a studio, making a banger, releasing it, mm-hmm. and riding on that wave. Mm-hmm once you've done that maybe you have a banger out like let's say zero now mm-hmm. after Zimini Shika blew out mm-hmm. um, if I was him I would mm-hmm. have sat down and be like whoa okay this, so this is possible mm-hmm. I've reached a million views mm-hmm. wow okay so what next mm-hmm. um, now when I get into the studio once again mm-hmm. to make another banger mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully yeah uh, this time round I will make a banger but then I won't first release it mm-hmm. I will start making peaches okay. to brands mm-hmm. like hey, and also be creative mm-hmm. you know throwing some
1: mentions in there that can you know make like, them wanna hop on your shit faster it's yeah it's like smile nime have on a Colgate it's like yeah Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. I'm really like, <laughs> You know, Major got is <laughs> right yeah. now saying, Kingfisher, to remove.
0: Kingfisher is out there. Yeah. And I haven't seen that drink in a minute. I swear, so. <laughs> you know, when I heard it, when I heard him
1: mention it, I was like, what year is this <laughs> that people are still drinking Kingfisher? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, now you
0: start thinking outside of the box. Yes, it's music. Yes, you want to talk life you want to do this but you also want to attract uh the bag yeah so when you think of it that way and you cross over to also social media Mm -hmm. and your numbers are growing Mm -hmm. you have a huge following right now you start thinking of yourself who who am i what are the things that i like Mm -hmm. what do i use on a daily Mm -hmm. what brand would be compatible with my brand Mm -hmm. and start making those moves Word. Because numbers are very essential and Mimi as a fan, mm. we just love those people. Like I'm such a fan of the workinali. Yeah. I love Scar oh, so much. Yo. So I'm always under his comments, like if if I see him um <laughs> getting the bug right now, <laughs> me I'm supporting heavy. Me so too. to no Bore you know, yeah. so take advantage of that. Yeah. They're and,
1: doing three hundred K, four hundred K, I'm like, bro. You, you must be making 500 bob from this. Like, be smart about it. Yeah. And it's it's incredible to see. Actually, by the way, when you're talking about this, I'm thinking about Wakadinali, I'm thinking about Petrus, Yes, People who are actually like, making waves and people who are like, yo, I'm so crazy. Constantly. About. Like, yeah. It's just
0: bangers and bangers. And That's geez, money quite, on there, right? It, yeah. That's
1: money that you can actually capitalize on. So, how do I um get in the room? When you are working for agency did you ever have a conversation or or meetings where guys are like you know what this brand artist X could actually do this thing how do you actually get in the room from I I've gotten a million you know I've identified brands or whatever now taking it to the next step
0: Okay, especially for now, this young'in. Exactly, I'm sure they <laughs> must be super clueless. Mm-hmm. They don't even know what agencies. Plus, you can't even tell that Safaricom is under this agency unless you're really, really in the You're game. in the inside, yeah. Yeah. Uh, besides growing your networks, mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. now we have social media. Mm. Like you can you can go to Kepsi's page and or their website and check out what info they have. Mm-hmm. Trust me, these emails get to these people because mm-hmm. I handled KFC as well mm-hmm. in agency. Mm-hmm. And there's a time an influencer sent a proposal, mm-hmm. th- their rate card. Mm-hmm. And the client now sent me the rate card. That, like I received this on the uh, email. Yeah, on mm-hmm. email. So let me know if, we, if if she's something someone we can work with mm-hmm. and... Yeah, we move on from there. So don't be afraid to
1: get in the DMs. Yes. Get the
0: email. Yes. Get Mm. that email. Get into the slide into the DMs. Ask around. Mm. You know, so if you see people working in marketing, you're you're already in the entertainment space. And if you find yourself within communities that have an array of talent, like now you are a musician, Mm. but then you have a friend who does design, you Mm -hmm. have a friend that does this and that. Reach out to these people. Collaborate Yeah, again. Yeah, find out. Start making, like, let your work be your pitch. You mm-hmm. just don't show up and tell them you know me. me I'm doing so a million things banner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm, <laughs> let them you. know what you can do outside of, you know, what's, what it is that you're known for.
1: Mm, I, I get it. All right. First, we were talking about um, Emotional Gangster. And this is a podcast you actually start right now. We are all podcasters We're just like Fuck it yeah. We're, We ain't got shit to do Nigga You're gonna hear me Talk to myself Okay <laughs> <laughs> And hopefully You like it You yeah. know So you started this shit Way before And now I feel like The, the, the podcasting Market in Kenya Is kind of getting Saturated Slowly by slowly And It's kind of getting sa- Saturated But it's also A relatively Untapped new market Yes yeah. Are brands Actually just being like Alright cool we're fucking with podcasts and uh, we can spend, you know, a little money, like some budget on here with Podcast X. What are the dynamics actually? Like how many streams do you have to get for you to start making money or does that depend on the client that you're talking to?
0: So, let me just put it
1: out there that I have not made money <laughs> out of my podcast. We're speaking it into existence. <laughs> it is <Yes>. coming.
0: <laughs> so I haven't yet made money out of it. Mm-hmm. But, what I could say mm. from just what I'm observing mm-hmm. is that, yeah, Kenyan brands are still sleeping on podcasts. Okay. And it takes for like a strong personality. I'd give an example of Jimani. Jimani, mm-hmm. besides being a podcaster, he's a huge media personality. Yeah. So when a brand chooses to work with his podcast, it's a lot more to do with it's who like he, he is.
1: Oh, it's not necessarily the podcast. Yeah, like, it's like the like Adele. Yeah, you are you you are who you are. Yeah, and so we can spend some money on your podcast. Yes. Okay. So I,
0: I could see how those two podcasts have you know so far kind of um, made money out of yeah podcast yeah out of podcasting so far. But I think the space is yes, it kind of feels saturated mm-hmm. because we're in Nairobi and every. Other Nairobian that has time starts a podcast. In fact, I saw somewhere that <laughs> if you can't afford therapy, yes. just Listen, start a podcast. You just have <laughs> be ranting <laughs>
1: about shit. Like, let me tell you my and story I today.
0: Agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It's true. It's, it's true. true. So, um, yes, people people are getting the hang of it. Yeah. Plus, it's quite easy to get into it. I mean, if you if you just decide to. Start. Mm-hmm. You can start using your
1: phone, even Literally. though quality matters. Yeah, you can. You start with something, and then because you know you're not gonna get an endorsement from your first episode anyway. Yeah, as you figure it out, you're gonna be out there on your tenth episode, and it's like I got a little lapel, or now I've built a studio, or whatever. You can progress, but you have to make the start. That's true. Right? You have to start yeah. with something. Yeah.
0: So so far, mm-hmm. I don't know, and I, I don't think brands have really jumped on the wave yeah like they have with influencing but it's it's gonna come the time is coming
1: so if you Slowly want to start a podcast right now, now, is the now time. Is the time. before they start spending money my nigga exactly. you just be like <laughs> when they do start spending money you're there, top of mind on the yes. front line def what what's your favorite kenyan podcast what are you listening to
0: um besides
1: maybe, yourself do you do you ever listen to yourself shit i hate listening let me tell you editing <laughs> is it's nightmare. horrendous i it's know a
0: nightmare for me like th- just today in fact i was um editing episode seven mm-hmm. and it's on reasons why you should actually take a social media break mm-hmm. social media is not good for you kids Facts. that's just True. besides the point but yeah. yes i was True. editing it in the morning and i was just like, man who like oh my god i know
1: i need this bag to make sense so that i can hire someone to do this I say, I- that's what i say all the time sometimes i'm trying to take like bits to post on social like this one said something but i'm like i don't know what part it is sometimes you forward pass it so then you go back and it's like bro i gotta listen to all this shit again yeah
0: <laughs> so trust me i I have not listened to my podcast like enough times <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I do you know when when I've uh, fell off the track yeah. and I'm trying to remind myself why <laughs> I was doing it in the first place. So yeah. I go back to those older kind episodes and I'm like, Oh okay you're not that bad. Yeah. Come on
1: It's <laughs> <I was laughs> like this was pretty good. Like
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh besides my podcast, mm-hmm. to be honest, I listen to Legally Clueless Amazing as well podcast. Yes. Yeah. I listen to mics are open when I just when I'm doing those boys are crazy. Yeah and, <laughs> and I just saw an entertainment life. boys are crazy. Yeah, light stories. So yeah, I listen to them Mm. and is there another? No. The other podcast I love is not Kenyan. But it's called the Homecoming Podcast Mm -hmm. and it's also around um, self improvement Mm. and mental health.
1: Dope, yes, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, I'm also trying to get into this podcasting thing like listening to podcasts because I'd started, then I stopped, then I've started again and you actually find a lot of dope content and and stories that kind of help you keep or put things in perspective. and you see like, I know like I might be fucked up. But, like, it's not that bad. Like, I could change it. I could do something to improve the situation, (laughs) you know? Uh, Let's cross over to YouTube. Mm -hmm. So, guys are making money off YouTube. How do you get to make money off YouTube? You have your 200, 300 thou. Guys are making money from ads. How do you get ads in the first place to run on your page and make sure that you're getting, like, at least... 10 shillings something. at least <laughs> <man>. <laughs> okay on youtube it's quite
0: simple because mm-hmm. you start you can only start earning money i think once you've um exceeded some number of either of subscribers, subscribers yeah or i think subscribers yeah Yeah. this is when you can start cashing in yeah and then when you get to that point you have an option on the page where you can turn on ads because mm-hmm. you can also turn off ads mm-hmm. in your videos mm-hmm. and then you make money when those ads are watched mm-hmm. so when you're watching your favorite youtubers vlog mm-hmm. i would advise you if you truly really, truly really love them please you would, watch yeah if yeah. you'd like them to make their rent next month yeah just let that ad play out mm-hmm. and they will have made their coin
1: so even even so, this is applicable even for musicians. Like literally anybody who has a YouTube channel who has crossed the subscribers cap, you could do this thing, right? Yeah. So like, how do you even get this back? Because I know it's not like you're gonna have like a direct conversation with Colgate or M. or whatever. Like, how does that money show up in your bank account? People have watched your shit. My video is at a million views. The people with the ads are happy. How do I go to my account and see? Oh. Um, there's something here. You
0: don't even deal with like the ads directly. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with YouTube. Okay. And when you're a creator and then you get to that point of making money, there's options of keying in your uh, bank details. Oh. So it's very automatic. It's stri- that it's That's I think the most
1: straightforward yes. advertising platform oh, yes. right now. Yeah. Wow artists who are listening to this, please don't let your 300,000 views just be for nothing. At you've turned off ads and you can make some money. Oh, yeah. You can get some bag from there.
0: Speaking of, mm-hmm. do you remember when sailors had an incident where the uploaded packaging and yes. their biggest hits yes. on someone else.
1: Yes, on the manager. I don't yeah, know. Mali, their Rachel yeah, their Yeah
0: What was that about? Bro, I Were have they, no idea. I think it's out of um, being like out lack of knowledge mm. because if you're an artist that right now knows that, oh, my views can get me this much mm-hmm. or i could literally be earning out of this mm. you can't accept
1: yeah. to upload your work
0: yeah. on someone else's page
1: and cause such a rampage until like a whole page was created for them and i guess now they're kind of securing the bag or something or making their money from it maybe i don't know we hopefully and hopefully I,
0: <laughs> and i hope the rest of the artists listening are learning mm. So Own you your content. Yes. So mm. don't don't make the same mistake mistakes. Just get to know what happens within the game. Mm. Show some interest mm. in how social media works mm. and how people actually make money. Because you you won't find out unless you want you really want to. Mm. Yeah. And.
1: So, so with, like, artists, because I know there's Ngoma and Mziki and whatever they sign up with. And then, it, like, you you get YouTube views and then you give them some money. So, you don't necessarily have to do that. Like, for, not ads, mm-hmm. for, like, let's say Muria and zenza right? Yeah. It's uploaded on YouTube and there's, like, an Ngoma tag on it, which means you've made an agreement with Ngoma. Oh, where okay. you, like, you get a couple of views and then they can make money off you and you can... It's like a split. Do, is, the, is that a necessary move? I mean, now that we're talking about social media and how direct YouTube can pay you mm-hmm. still, mm-hmm. Is, is that a necessary move? It depends. Mm. If you're still at, at the
0: level where you need a lot of hands mm-hmm. to hold you, mm. then that could Do be, it. yeah, it's not such a bad move. Mm. But if you feel like you're strong enough, artists mm-hmm. and you've got your own now. You can kinda stand on your own two feet. Mm-hmm. Just make your own bag on your yes, own. Let me consider I like
1: money at yeah. I'm here sharing my money with you because of what? <laughs> <laughs> oh what we're saying is your social media is more than just fun and games. You yes. can secure a bag from whichever platform that's online if you place yourself the right way.
0: You can make a living out of it.
1: Bro, me, I've been sleeping on myself. been like, no, I have 5K. <laughs> <laughs> I could be a micro-influencer. <laughs> you just know I'm about to be ro- rocking new cakes on that Instagram <laughs> the next few weeks. <laughs> get on it.
0: Get on it. But also, guys, mm-hmm. as much as we are talking everything social media and the amazing opportunities yeah. that lie within, yeah. within it, it's also important for you to realize the impact it has on our lives. So uh, as you get into it um, to make some money... Mm. Just make sure you don't get lost in it. Yin
1: and yang of life. Yes. There's balance. And go check out Emotional Gangster. I don't know if this episode is gonna come out before or after. The Emotional Gangster is gonna. It's coming out today, so, oh, it, so it will have
0: come out. Exactly, it will have come out.
1: Yes, go check out that episode about why important it is for you to take a social media break. During that period of time where you taken a break from social, was your bag compromised? Because social is your bag. Yes. So. How how was how long was it and was it compromised? Um,
0: yes, it was for a month, mm-hmm. and yes, my bag was compromised. Mm-hmm. That's that's the problem with social media. For you to earn money, you have to be top Actively. of mind. You have to be very active. That's why um, some celebrities and big brands just have someone managing their page. Mm-hmm. You might be thinking you're speaking to Beyonce, but, but really, really, but honey, long stretch.
1: <laughs> Miss um knows, has has no <laughs> time. No clue where you yeah. are leaving. Exactly. Okay.
0: So if you're still in that stage where you're handling everything yourself, you will have to make that sacrifice. Mm. You will have to take some time off because you cannot pour from an empty cup. Right. You need to take care of yourself first for you to come back and entertain people on Word. social media. Word. Yes.
1: word, Because that's entertainment. Yeah, it that is. right there. It so is. what did you discover about yourself in this period of time? You were doing absolutely no social, no WhatsApp even? Uh,
0: well, I have WhatsApp, mm-hmm. but what I, I don't hate WhatsApp right now. I hated it when I was in agency because okay. then there, that's one, just there work. were no boundaries. Yeah. yeah. People are texting you like at 3 a.m. My anxiety levels what? had really risen. Yeah. Yeah. So... Right now, I don't hate WhatsApp so much. Mm-hmm. Plus, I always turn on Do Not Disturb mm. before I sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when I was on break, mm. which is like for over a month, oh my gosh, Damn. I was just chilling. I was enjoying Weren't you happy? Because I was with my both thing. Fuck! <laughs> and what I realized mm. I, in that period of time is that I could quit social media. Like, if I got, if I just made bag. Yeah and I'm able to switch careers or Mm -hmm. something. I don't know. I would be be happier away from social media. You
1: know, you realize there's the last time I took a social media break was like, I don't know, two years ago. These days, I just feel like every time I want to do that break thing, there's an email to respond to. Oh, shit, I haven't done A or B or C. So I just have this thing where I'm trying to do where no phones past 10 p.m., and before eight o'clock. So uh, after ten, I'm just like chilling or whatever. You realize like social media really brings a lot of energy into your life. Like it's not all positive. Like honestly, taking a break from social media feels like taking a shower. It's yes. like wow, kumbé. Yeah. I can live without <laughs> Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and emails and all that shit. And you, you're happier. The anxiety I got like now after that month, now seeing shit pop up on my timeline and getting stuck in that cycle of, let me check my Instagram. No, let me check my Twitter. No, let me, it's like, bro. Wasn't I just fine last week without checking this shit? Exactly. <laughs> like, how am I back in it?
0: Oh, man. I just um, encourage everyone to yeah. be very conscious of their use. Mm-hmm. Be conscious of your consumption of social media. Don't go on there. Um, l- rather, know your why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're going on there, like, okay, I just want to check on, check on my friends. Mm-hmm. Catch up kidogo. And that's it. But then, if, you don't, if you're not conscious, if you're not aware of why you're doing it in the first place you just do it mm. and what happens when you just do it you're like you've said you're exposed to so many energies yeah. we are consuming a lot of negative uh, mm-hmm. information mm-hmm. right now and that shit gets to you it like does. it just slowly piles up yep. it starts affecting your mood yeah Um, That's even besides the point. You could just be uh, consuming positive content. Mm -hmm. But then where you're at in your own life, Mm -hmm. that positive content is um, affecting you negatively. Mm -hmm. Because you start feeling inadequacy in your life. It's not reflecting. You start feeling inadequacy in your looks. Mm -hmm. You start feeling like, shit, I'm not as beautiful Why can't as I, this I be one? as happy as these people yes. that I'm seeing happy? Why don't I have a boo like mm. this one? Why, yeah. why am I not in costo right now yeah. at the beach? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I hate my life Which so we much. Which we all want to be. God you damn. know?
0: That's when you start hating your life. You yeah. start hating yourself. It so, becomes a problem. Yeah, it becomes a very, very huge problem. When, when you're away from social media, you're able to appreciate what's happening in your life appreciate yourself for who you are yeah because what happens on, on so, such spaces is that I don't know if you you've watched a documentary called the social dilemma Mm-mm. please do yeah because they explain how social media has become a monster when it was being developed it was just for people to share love mm-hmm. and whatever mm-hmm. right now it's something entirely different, different. it was the,
1: supposed to be like a connecting tool where Yes. someone is far away you can talk on social. Yes. Yeah, but now?
0: Right now, it's crazy. Like, right now, the thing's happening. Like, it it, it grew to a point where they couldn't be able to control it anymore. Mm. And it's also backed up by advertisers. Mm. So, what's happening on there is constantly selling. What you're consuming is um, information telling you that your life is lacking mm. like you know what you want to be as happy as this person you want your skin to be as flawless mm. as this person do you want to have like a good time with your boo yeah do you like you're we are consuming these things by the minute mm. so if again if your conscience is not turned on then you cannot differentiate that this is just social media and that's how it's supposed
1: to look yes it's supposed to look glorious it's not supposed to tell you facts on the ground you have to realize like you have to I guess get a a balance and in between between like this is real life women look like this not like this. Not we, we we don't all look like Kim Kardashian. I swear we don't have lipo money. All of us, we don't have like butt enhancement, titty lodging money. You know. Word word word. So don't come here expecting to find the the waste of our wasp and everything else to be big. Sway how? How? Where is the fat going? You think the fat is selecting to go to specific places? But the stomach is that, bro. <laughs> Please, please exactly. to quit to queer real, but yeah. yeah I feel you. I feel you. So where can people find you on social? Ah, uh, you can if find they me. They wanna holla at you. You can find me on Twitter mm-hmm. or on
0: Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's and un- at Lensa underscore B, and that's Lensa like L E N C E R. Come on, people meet me and they're like, Lancer, come on, Mitsubishi. seriously serious. I'm used to it. So yes, it's but it's Lancer but with an E, Lancer underscore B mm. and you can catch my podcast on SoundCloud mm-hmm. or Anchor or
1: Spotify mm-hmm. under The Emotional Gangster. Oh, stream that shit. And one question I forgot to ask. Is Facebook irrelevant in social media marketing? I feel like people really almost don't pay attention to Facebook anymore.
0: Oh, Facebook cannot be ignored. Okay. Facebook uh-huh. is where the hugest number of people mm. are at mm-hmm. like our aunties and uncles everybody and their mama is on is facebook, on facebook. Yeah. so it's it, it i think it, you you're viewing it that way kind of because it's not it's not cool for like most of us
1: yeah it's, it's like <laughs> the only reason i even have a facebook account is because of work like i said the same thing on the podcast
0: i'm already friends with my aunties my mom literally I cannot post <laughs> anything on
1: there. I can I can't even dare. Praise God, praise God again. <laughs> Have a beautiful day. <laughs> you see, I don't want to be sent to school, about my dad asking, what am I saying? But like these days, I feel like I've just I've, I've come to a point where, if I want to say something and and write like shit in it, I might like I might write a long speech and write shit somewhere in the <laughs> middle. But, like I'm pretty sure they're not reading by now. Right. They're already bored, but. It's so constricting because hey, everybody is on there, and 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 I think also if you go to Twitter, a lot of people don't rate it despite it having the numbers. So yeah. that's why I was wondering, like, do do the brands be like, "I right, we want your Facebook page to also be part of this yes. campaign?" Yes, because yeah? there
0: are people with really huge numbers on there. Yeah, just let's just remember that Facebook has the biggest audience. Mm-hmm. Followed by Instagram, Mm -hmm. Twitter is actually the last one. Instagram (laughs) took Twitter. Yeah, Twitter has very very few people. So, but then people on Twitter can make you feel like um, Facebook is irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's not like the coolest for us Mm. right now. Yeah, but some people it's everything, and marketers are making a killing on that. Okay. yeah,
1: Dope. Thank you for sharing all this knowledge on the podcast. I'm going to send you the link. (laughs) Me too. It was a very wholesome conversation. I feel like I've learned a lot of shit. And I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this podcast and you're at this point, you've also learned some shit about social. Go secure the bag, honey. Please. Like, do that for yourself. All right. i would catch you next week for another dope episode on the clocking series of the Kingship Podcast. Peace. As usual, you're welcome to share your comments, your thoughts, your feedback, whether you agree or disagree with the sentiments on this podcast and how you can do that is at just V. And also, if you like this content, make sure that you share it, share it, share it, share it. You can find this podcast on YouTube as well, and you can also find it on my Facebook page, RubyV. So whichever medium you prefer to listen to this podcast, it's available for you. And of course, you can share with your friends as well.